In case you missed it, the Secure Act 2.0 was signed into law amidst the holiday season. Coming up on today's show, we'll cover the impact for retirees of the past, present, and future. And now, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, of course, Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory and independent fiduciary advisory. And always pleasure to see you uh, and be here. Uh, Brooklyn, how are you? I am doing well. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. And, uh, you know, yeah, this was the big deal over the holidays, and I'm sure it is, you know, at the top of everyone's mind or not. Um, <laughs> but the Secure Act 2.0, it did pass. I mean, it was the end of this. It was the end of the year, obviously, but it's still. And, and again, I see this and I start going through all of these things. I know it was like a 1400 page bill, but at the same time, a lot of this seems pretty positive to me. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just been like a cleanup of the screw ups or the typos of the first Secure Act or sure. the, the mess ups that, you know, once that first Secure Act was enacted, these outliers for, you know, obviously these are legislative people that are writing this. They're not actual financial advisors or, I mean, what have you. So when they made some of these rules and didn't think it through, and now we have these consequences of like, well, that's dumb. Why are we having to do this? You yeah, know? Exactly. So this is the, the cleanup. All right. Well, again, cleanup they did with the, the required minimum distribution. Now that a, that went up when secure act first passed and now going up again. Yeah. But what also is still going up as well is the, the calculation of how much you have to withdraw uh-huh. when you take your RMD. So you know, originally back in the day, it was this, weird age of 70 and a half, which was odd. Mm -hmm. And now it bumped up to 72, which, okay. And then it is now, um, age 73 beginning in 2023. And then it's going to bump up again in 2033 to age of 75. But all this means to you is that the money you have stuffed in your retirement accounts, um, there's still a date with the devil and y- you still have to pay the tax in that account. So we want to be very mindful of if you have money to save where you're putting it, because maybe it doesn't make sense to put a bunch of money in an account that you don't have control over the tax liability on it, that you, you know, you are told when to pay the tax and how much the taxes can be versus you being in control and dictating how you want to pay the taxes. Sure. Well, and again, so there, I mean, again, it's sort of that, uh, that's a double-edged sword kind of, isn't it? Because sure. if you if you leave the money in there to, let's say you're 10 years down the road and, and it's now 75, I mean, that means you've left that money in there essentially three years longer to grow that much more. So what's the alternative? How do we keep that balance down and still take advantage? Well, it's, it's forward tax planning in addition to investment management. And so uh, that's something we do here at Texas Financial Advisory. We're not just looking at how to invest your money. We're also looking at the tax consequences. Um, there's there, you know, tax preparation is one thing, and that's what everyone has to do to be compliant with the IRS. But tax planning is a whole other animal. And, um, you know, fortunately here at Texas Financial Advisory, we do both. And so that's something that we're able to provide 
um, those services to our, our clients. So, you know, again, I, I, the feedback we get from the people that work with us is they're so thankful because when they were with their previous broker dealer or, you know, Fidelity, just they called the Fidelity 1-800 number, they couldn't get that level of of planning like we do here at Texas Financial Advisory that we can say, hey, look, let's do a Roth conversion or instead of maxing out your 401k, let's switch and look at the Roth 401k um, or you've got additional money. So let's put that in a, you know, a taxable account or, you know, use some tax free investments um, with your excess savings. So that's the difference in tax planning versus tax preparation, right? It's sure. about putting more money back in your pocket. Right. Well, I mean, tax preparation is looking backwards and, uh, or, you know, and then you're looking forward. That's the whole right. point. Yeah. That, that, that whole scenario of tax preparation is driving your car backwards by only using your rear view mirror, right? Nobody could really do that, drive the car looking with their rear view mirror. Um, but having, you know, tax planning is being able to drive and look through the front windshield. You've got a, That's a much bigger view of focus. Of course. Well, and we talk about catch-up contributions. We talked about those. They come out every year from the IRS. But what Secure Act 2.0 does is allow those who are over 60 to, to save even more. Yeah. So that's what it's, I mean, that's a good thing oh, if yeah. it makes sense to put money in these retirement accounts, right? And so just for the, the folks that want to know the nitty gritty and the numbers um, in 2023, uh, if you're over the age of 50, you can add about $7,500 to your retirement accounts. Um, and then in 2025, that bumps up for people that are ages 60 to 63 and they can do the greater of $10,000 are 50% more than the regular catch-up contribution amount in 2024. I guess we will worry about how to calculate that in 2025. Well, exactly. Well, but again, that's a, that's a pretty cool thing to be able to know that becomes part of an overall plan moving down the road, right? I would guess you would take that into account. Yeah. And so we, we talked through this in our TFA financial roadmap. So we put together for folks and mapping, where should your money go? And so um, this is part of that map to determine, should we you know, take advantage of the catch-up contribution or not. Mm-hmm. Well, again, you know, uh, it, it's really something that is worth having a conversation. And I like this next one, too, Roth yeah. catch-up contributions. Now, break down for me what happens there and why that's cool. So this, so with Roth accounts, so and again, a Roth IRA is an account um, that you've already paid the tax on the money, and then it's going to grow in that account tax-free. And so those are people had trouble making contributions to Roth accounts because their income was too high, meaning that their paycheck, what they where they worked, they made too much money to put money into these Roth IRAs. And so um, what what the Secure Act 2.0 is now allowing people that have more than $145,000 in income that they can do catch up contributions and put it into the Roth contributions. Wow. Well, and again, it, it, if I'm reading this right, it means that even if I've got a Roth 401k at work, um, I can designate the match to go there as well. Yeah, you can. That's pretty cool. And it, yeah. I mean, that's, again, these are some good stuff that came out of it. It's not, some of it's complex, but it's literally, it's like 
someone got on the Yelp of the legislative and made complaints about how horrible some of the things were in the Secure Act. <laughs> of course. And somebody paid attention and they cleaned it up. <laughs> right. Well, and up until now, even though they weren't taxed, you were required to take an RMD from your 401k. Uh, that's, yeah. that's changing as well. And I mean, again, because we had talked about this before, Brooklyn. It's such a dumb thing. Again, well, I think yeah. it's just like, oh, nobody thought this through. Yeah, exactly. Because that was that was the point where you said, I mean, you've got a big balance in that Roth, in that Roth but at the same time, you're going to have to pay, you know, RMD on that. No more. Right. So prior to Secure Act 2.0, you still had to pay tax on an account that you paid tax on that was tax-free yeah well again, this now that's gone away you get to keep your Roth 401k you don't have to pay tax on it well thank goodness somebody thought that through mm-hmm. and um let's see the uh the 529 plans I'm excited about this are one. you really I was gonna ask because I, I know you kind of like those well I don't like 529 plans per se but I like that they're allowing the 529s to now be rolled into Roth IRAs. I cannot tell you how many times I see people that are coming in here and, you know, they're getting ready for retirement and they're like, you know, we opened this 529 for my kid and he ended up going in the military or he went to culinary school or he's a mechanic or he went to trade school. Which, great. I think not everybody needs to go to college. I mean, I think I, we, we need that. Yeah, and I so, think we finally come to grips with that. Right. And so there was that big push. And so all these baby boomers did what they thought they had needed to do. And, you know, they're caring for their family and their kids. So they opened these 529s. And some of these 529s got really large. And um, then you get to the point where you can use them for your, your kids old enough to use them for school. And they're like, well, I, you know, I'm not going to go to college. And so now what do we do with this 529? Because there's a penalty for taking money out. Now you got to pay tax on it. So you're now allowed to roll those 529s into Roth IRAs. Um, so, you know, that's, that's really awesome. That I really that, is. That's a, great improvement. Like you said, I mean, sometimes people, for whatever reason, end up not going to college, but they've been saving in this 529 plan. All mm -hmm. right, let's let's make it a Roth. Let's make this thing fun to fun to have once again. Yeah, because now as a Roth IRA, that's tax-free money that they could use for a down payment on a house or a wedding or, you know, starting a business. I mean, that could definitely give that generation a leg up. Yeah. And uh, let's see, before we run out of time, let's talk about expanding the 401k automatic enrollment. Now, a lot of folks, I know that's what it was for me. The last job I had, a big corporation, it was just automatically enrolled. Yeah, I think that there's pros and cons to that, right? Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that it's kind of frustrating because it's it's your money. This is your paycheck. And now they're automatically telling you where to put it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it also forces the employer to give you a match. And so that's, you know, that's good. Uh, it's free good. money. Yeah. But, um, you know, again, I can see the pros and cons of this one option. I, On that note, we need to take a break, Brooklyn. Let's, yeah. uh, let's invite folks to call. And, and this is just a very small sample of what's changed with the Secure Act 2.0. So if you'd like to know more or how you can take advantage of some of the great things that came out of this, but also be aware of some of the hurdles that might come out of this Secure 2.0, reach out to us here at Texas Financial Advisory. It's always better to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion about your personal situation. Our number here is 844-832-7469. That's 844 844 
TFA show. As always, you can go to our website, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com. Let's take that break, Brooklyn, and come on back and continue our conversation right here on uh, the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler. So we've covered a small portion of the change, um, Secure Act 2.0. Coming up next, the other highlights of the Secure Act 2.0. We're back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. I'm Steve Siddall. Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory, an independent fiduciary, and uh, so much more. And I, I've been, <laughs> you know, once you told me that all your TV shows were on uh, on YouTube, I I've been there. You binge watched this? I've watched it. Yes. <laughs> well, it's interesting because one, you know, people. You get a feel for really a, a little bit better just because we can see you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of fun. And, and I mean, I think it's a well, it's a well done it. site. Yeah, well, it's yeah. true. Uh, obviously, you had fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. Right. So if you if you go to YouTube and you just type in Texas Financial Advisory, you'll find our our station. Or um, it's we have a different website for that. It's TexasFinancialAdvisoryTV.com. There you go. Um, all the episodes there for for you to watch, and um, I'm sure we'll film one about. Secure Act 2.0, but I'm sure you get you, it, will. you get the the sneak preview on the radio show because we can do that a lot faster. Exactly. Well, all right. Well, let's get back into it. Um, we're talking about Roths, and one thing we we meant we didn't mention was the expanded Roth contributions. What does that mean? So we talked about the expanded Roth contributions as far as being able to put money into new money into Roth, but one of the other ones that is great for our business owners if you're like a sole proprietor or own a business they've now allowed Roth contributions for simple IRAs or SEP IRAs which previously they did not allow that and that's so, a big change and that and that's yeah. a, that's pretty inviting that's great I mean that's a big chunk of money you could put away especially in the SEP IRAs um, tax-free yeah so uh, definitely something that we want to explore for our business owners and um, you know, again, this kind of walks the line of tax prep versus tax planning. And if you're a business owner and you have a, a tax preparer at CPA, we're not saying you have to fire them if you work with us. We want to work in conjunction with them um, in order to you know map out places that you could put money so that you in the future can retire. Because the reason you typically go into being an entrepreneur and being a business is that you can create financial freedom for yourself. So you don't have to worry about money. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, sign so, me up for that. <laughs> yeah. So that's a that's a great addition to the Secure Act 2.0. Something else that's sort of interesting and I, I sort of unexpected to, to me anyway is the emergency savings account uh, with through an employer. I mean, what is that? So I, I, this is new. It kind of runs the line of I think similar to like a health savings account, but this ah, is okay. could be used for any emergency. Um, so you're able to put up to $2,500 into an account that is your emergency money. So if you really are not a disciplined saver, now they will take that from your paycheck and deposit it tax-free into an emergency savings account. So, um, you know, again, it's $2,500 that you didn't have to pay tax on. Right. 
Well, and again, there's there's rules that have to be met along the way, and, and I'm sure that that— Of course. But, but again, <laughs> to have that—I mean, we talk about the emergency fund a lot and yeah. how important that is. And so if this gets somebody on the right road to, to have one, then good for it. You know, good Sure, and life life happens, oh, right? Oh, it does. And, oh, you're telling me. I mean, I, I, I'm not a—I'm sure that I'm going to probably get some email— or from our radio listeners, because I'm not a big fan of of Dave Ramsey because he's he he go he does not stay in his lane, right? right. He, he goes. He's a was a realtor that declared bankruptcy, and now he's a financial guru. But really, he's a you know debt counselor, right? Tells you don't be in debt, and we have different views on that. I think debt can be leveraged, debt can be used, and there's you know rather use. Uh, bank's money then have to live without. And sure. so, um, you know, he always says you should have a thousand dollar emergency fund. I mean, and again, the emergencies run the gamut as far as what people's emergencies are, but, um, this would give you $2,500 that the benefit here is the tax benefit, right? Yeah. So instead of having to earn $3,000 pay tax on it to put 2,500 away, you are getting dollar for dollar into this account tax free, meaning that you you know you take that twenty five hundred dollars and if you have an emergency, you can use that twenty five hundred dollars and not have to worry pay taxes or penalty or go to your four hundred one k and have to take a loan and all that junk. And it starts in twenty twenty four, but that will give uh, employers enough time to sort of get hash this place. out. Yeah. yeah, get everything in place. And I'm guessing that would be no small task either. Sure, and and then you run into the hole. You leave that off. Leave that that firm or your, your job, blah, blah, blah. But the point being is it's a way to create some financial literacy, um, for people that otherwise were just given their paychecks. Sure. Um, boy, getting exempted from that early distribution penalty for withdrawals, uh, that's a good thing, but this, again, that's got stipulations. How does that work? Okay. So this one's a little complicated. Um, this is, you got a financial hardship, so you can take up to a thousand dollars from um, your uh, retirement accounts, your four hundred one k, your IRA, um, without a penalty. So that's there. That's a little grace within those retirement accounts. So going down that emergency, um, but there's a repay option as well that you can put that money back in. Um, and if you don't put it in, then you can't. Get another thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but again, but this is being this is creative, I think, in in terms of just kind of taking the pressure off people. It also tells us that people aren't saving, and so. Oh um, well, yeah, this is the the wake up call. Yeah, I mean, I and it's it's good because it's really painful to see when people get in a bind and have to go borrow from their four hundred one k. And, um, you know, or take a full withdrawal and subject themselves to the taxes and penalties and the interest um, that come with, you know, accessing your money, right? Mm -hmm. Just because of the IRS rules. Well, let's talk about student loan matching, because this is something that was controversial going into it. And there was a lot of discussion, I know. But, okay, what's the takeaway? Well, if all student loans don't get forgiven altogether... Blah, blah, blah. This is a program that as an employer, uh, you are able to pay your employees 
uh, student loan up to the match that you give them in their retirement accounts. So it, I think it, this is one of the things, this is great for marketing for an employer. Well, sure. I'm going to um, pay your student loan. Right. Yeah. And, and we've seen those type programs with a bunch of, you know, companies, um, which again, that that's great. It's an employee benefit. Um, I, I, you know, man, I wish I had an employer to talk to, to, to pay, <laughs> still paying on my student loans. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, uh, you know, is what it is. I feel like this is more of a marketing thing, though. Sure. Um, let's see. Increased in the QLAC, the uh, Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract. <laughs> what does that mean? Sounds like this is like AFLAC. You know, it, it does. It does. A QLAC. The whole time you're talking, it's like I saw the duck talking to us. This is giving you the ability to put up to $200,000 into a Qualified Longevity Annuity within your retirement accounts. Previously, that was limited to only 25% of your income. Oh, wow. And that's been eliminated. Now, we talk about the product, those qualified longevity annuity contracts. You know, just because this became available, there's still a product that you're buying. Right. And does that product make sense for you? And is there something better outside that you can self-direct with your funds? All right. Well, again, that's why we're, we're that's why we're working with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like this next one too. Um, re um, yeah, the, reducing the RMD excise tax—they call it an excise tax. <laughs> <laughs> what it, what it is really is is a penalty and real hard. Yeah, yeah. So previously, if you for whatever reason forgot to take your required minimum distribution, you're out playing your pickleball and going to your happy hours or what have you. And you're like, Oh, I forgot. I'm now, you know, 72. I've got to take an RMD. And you would have been, you know, you would still would have had to take in that RMD plus pay the tax. Plus there's a 50% was a 50% penalty. Now, if you forget because your pickleball game and your happy hours, you are only going to be penalized at 25%. So, okay. There you go. And and again, you can knock that down to 10% if you uh, plead your true. case. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're just, uh, you know, really ad adamant about writing a letter, you can get it reduced down to 10%. Sure. So let's talk uh, folks that don't need money from their RMDs mm -hmm. and uh, they want to give it to charity. That has been expanded as well. Sure. So right now, um, it's allowing people to take a one-time $50,000 distribution to a charity and um that is something that they can give you know through a gift annuity uh charitable remainder trust charitable annuity trust a lot of options there and then beginning in 2024 um the $100,000 annual limit on the qualified charitable distributions uh, will start to be indexed for inflation. So well, it's going to go up. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a way for you to either pay it to Uncle Sam or pay it to your church. Who do you, who would you rather go to? Um, we can continue to talk about that, but we need to take a break right now and uh, come on back. So if you'd like to know more about the different aspects and how you could take advantage of some of these opportunities in the Secure Act 2.0, give us a call here at 844-832-7469. That's 844-TFA-SHOW. 
visit our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. We do clear off our calendar, uh, which right now at the beginning of the year, it's a great time to get in before it gets really busy with tax season. Um, come in, have a, a consultation. There is no obligation to work with us and there is no cost for that, that consultation. Uh, the number here is 844-832-7469. Fantastic. We're going to take a quick break. Let's come back and pick up our conversation right here on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willing. What better way to start 2023 than by investing in yourself and your financial future? Coming up next, we outline some simple tips to take to help you on your financial planning journey for 2023 and beyond. Hey, welcome back. This is the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show as we continue our conversation with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. Brooklyn is president and CEO of Texas Financial Advisory. You got a great team of folks behind you too, Brooklyn. And I know visiting the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com is a way to kind of get to know people on your team and what they do, but also there's much more information in there as well. So we try and keep that you know pretty up to date and different opportunities. If you've missed our shows in the past, you can go listen to the podcast. Um, you can watch our TV show from there as well. So, um, and of course you can sign up to be on our newsletter. Um, that's, there's the ability to do that. We send out a newsletter every week. So, um, just, it's a, a resource for your use. Right. All right. And, uh, all right. So let's dig into this. You talked about, uh, getting beyond 2023. Well, I'm just glad to be on 2022 to tell you the truth. So, <laughs> but again, with the new year, I do, I think there is a sense of, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to regroup. I'm going to reflect on what I've done. I want to look forward. What can I, what did I learn last year that I can apply next year? Right. And you failed to mention that there's, there's, uh, I mean, there's a big phenomenon right now. And here in our office, what we're doing, we're doing dry January, Ooh, Steve. Congratulations on that. I mean. See, I just, I thought about that too. And I decided I'm just going to go with a damp January. Damp January. <laughs> well, I might move into damp February, but <laughs> dry January, Steve, Ooh. we're doing good. That's right. As a group, um, you're doing that. That's We're good. doing as a group, the whole team. Yeah. Very fun. So I don't know how fun we are, actually. <laughs> I guess time will tell. <laughs> That's why we had to do Secure Act 2.0. Right. <laughs> we saved that first try January because otherwise, woo. Anyways. Anyway. Bye. So, I mean, again, that Here just goes are. to New Year's resolutions. And, and you know, <laughs> this is about the time, right? It's about the time a lot yeah. of folks just give up on them. I'm not going to try and lose weight and thank God I don't smoke. But, you know, this dry January it's a challenge. One step at a time. One step at a time, exactly. And, you know, so what did we learn from last year, Brooklyn? I mean, things were different. We experienced things like inflation that we hadn't seen in years and, and other things as well. So what did we learn and, and how do we apply it for next year? I think we learned that we all have PTSD from, <laughs> from, COVID. from COVID. Oh, I'll completely agree with you on that one. <laughs> I mean, talk about brain fog, oh. but I I just like, what a blur, right? Yeah. I mean, this has all just been crazy. And so I think that what we learned from 2022, and I guess I'm speaking for all our listeners out there, um, is that, you know, again, you can only control what you can control. Um, and if you can find some tools to help make your life easier, like, especially in the financial world, it 
could prove to give you more confidence with what you're doing doing, and um, expand your horizon on how you invest and really understand what you're spending your money on month to month. Um, I went through this big exercise internally for myself as well at, that I tried to figure out where's my money going, right? Mm-hmm. Here I am week after week talking about money on, on my radio show and the TV shows, but what's going on with me, right? Oh, and yeah. so... Um, and that's a little bit tougher when you're, you've got businesses that you're running and money's you're on subscription plans and this is running. It's like, it is crazy. Cause it's like, okay, this employee previously signed up for this and now they're not here anymore. So why are we paying for this? Um, and so it's figuring out like what's going on with your money and, and everybody should be doing that. Not to the point of driving your spouse crazy, Right? I, right. And I'm not telling you that. So hear me out, folks. If if you're listening to our show and your spouse is not listening to the show, I don't want you going home and being like, well, Brooklyn said we need to just go through our bank accounts and question everything on why we're spending your money because your spouse is not going to like me. Um, <laughs> you're right. This should be a collaborative effort and not a judgmental effort. Like, okay, I mean, I'm not going to wonder why you spent – $600 at HEB. I mean, groceries yeah. are expensive right now. Right. Um, so, I, you know, I think that 2022, which I think that's just a big blur of 2020, 2020 oh, yeah, 2021, just, 2022. It continued, yes. It, it, it's one of those things that people are like, you know, we've got to be a little bit more in control versus having things happening to us. Right. And and one way to do that is to is to look at our budget. Like you said, have we have we done what we needed to do? And maybe you've never put yourself on a budget and it doesn't have that doesn't have to be a bad word. I mean, if you think of it as, OK, what are my what are my plan. expenses? Yeah, a spending plan, not a you know, not anything that's, you know, ugly. Right. And, and so that's really important when you go into retirement, because if you are used to getting that paycheck week after week, or your spouse is used to you getting that paycheck week after week, and now that stops and the spending continues, we've got to know how are we going to replace that income and how much income do we need to replace? And that's one of the first steps that goes into our TFA TFA financial roadmap. How much money do you need each month? Right. Because if you don't have a pension and all you have is, say, Social Security for your guaranteed income streams, what else are you going to use for income so that you can invest your money um, safely in order to create an income stream that you won't worry that you're going to run out of money before you run out of life? So, you know, we we really pride ourselves on cash flow planning. I, I'd hear it all the time in the past, like people use that little term like cash is king. Well, I don't think so. I think cash flow is king. Yes. And I guess in this instance, it's queen. But um, you got to have that month after month revenue coming in to pay for your lifestyle, to pay for your debt, to pay for your, your stuff. So that's where we really shine is to create the best cash flow for our clients to give them the most amount of money month after month that they don't have to worry they're going to outspend what they've saved. And one of the things that you do so well is in as well, yes, this is what we need to live, but also figured into that is the taxes are the, you know, the tax plan. And that's so important. You can't forget that. 
right? I see this quite often that people will go, they'll go to retire and say they've got money set aside in a savings account. You know, um, they were just, just themselves, like just what they've saved. And they think, well, this is enough for three years of expenses. And then they just live off of the three years of expenses. And then they've let this money manager, this broker manage their 401k rollover or their IRA. And then they, but they're not really communicating as far as how, how much money they need each month from that account because, Hey, we don't need it. I'm going to use the cash from my bank. Okay. So now you went from, you know, a a 24% tax bracket to a maybe below 12% because again, all that money you're spending, you've already paid the tax on. It's just been sitting in your bank and you're letting your million dollar IRA just grow, grow, grow. And you turn around and you turn now, what is it? 73. Um, it's changed. (laughs) Uh, and, and you got to take a lump sum out. Now you, now you're bumped back up to the 24% tax bracket. So there's not some tax synergy. How about that? That's a new one. I like it. I should. Yeah. That's that's, a good, yeah. You got to incorporate that. Tax synergy. So here at Texas Financial Advisory, I would say, please don't spend the cash in your bank. Let's create some tax synergy so that we can keep you within these lower tax brackets, but also get the tax paid in your 401k IRA. Sure. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And then um, can we talk about Social Security for a second? Because that is something else that as we get closer to retirement, it becomes a huge part of our plan and, and we need to incorporate that. So there is still a lot of strategy that goes into Social Security planning. Um, And Social Security spent a lot of money to get their website really, you know, I guess. Yeah. So everything's done online. So if you haven't created a a login and even if you're 40, uh, you need to create a login because you have to monitor that Social Security reporting to make sure that everything's being done right. Otherwise, you'll turn around and be... 65, 70 and chasing down old employers. I've seen this happen where, uh, especially for small businesses, like let's say they were running their own payroll. Mm -hmm. They make sure you get your paid check, but they didn't make the payments into social security. So that doesn't work well, right? That can Um, be a problem. Yeah. So you need to monitor your own social security and they've made that really easy on the social security website. So that's ssa.gov, G-O-V. So go on there and make make your account. I walked through the steps like right before the holidays, I had a, a client in here and she needed to turn her social security on. So I was like, well, I'll walk through it with you. So I sat there and we went through the whole thing and it is you know, pretty straightforward. Um, there's a couple things that you could get kind of confused on, um, but you do it all online now. And the the problem with that, though, is that if you want to look at strategy, right, like file and suspend or, you know, start and restop, whatever that is that sure. you could that do different things to get the most out of Social Security, that does not happen. Like when you log in to do, hey, I'm going to elect, you got to know exactly what you're asking for. Otherwise, I mean, they're not going to propose these options to you. They quite frankly can't. No. What's the takeaway from all this, Brooklyn? 
So the takeaway is the tools have advanced, but there's still strategy that needs to be in play. And that's what we do here at Texas Financial Advisory. We put together a strategy for you to make sure you're getting the most benefit, most bang for your buck. Um, If you'd like the opportunity to sit down with myself, one of the advisors here at Texas Financial Advisory, I promise we're still very nice even during dry January. Um, (laughs) You could reach out to us at uh, 844-832-7469. 844-TFA-SHOW. Um, or visit the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information there. And if you really loved this show, it'll be up as a podcast. All right. And and again, that podcast, you can find that anywhere you get a podcast, too. If uh, you, mm-hmm. you can sign up, we'll send it to you every week. No problem. One more break to take and come back with a segment here on the Texas Financial Advisory Show with Brooklyn Chandler Willie. There are a lot of moving pieces that need to be considered in your retirement planning journey. And it's important to separate fact from fiction. Coming up after the break, we're going to help dispel some of the common financial planning myths. We're back on the Texas Financial Advisory Radio Show. Brooklyn Chandler Willie's here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, having a great conversation today, as always. And of course, TexasFinancialAdvisory.com is the website. I encourage you to check that out, too. And uh, again, these uh, we have we have really unearthed a lot of stuff today, Brooklyn. I'm, I feel like I've learned a lot. And you've learned a lot about me, too. Well, exactly. Well, that, that's <laughs> always fun. And uh, so we've got, um, you know, you talk about myths. And there are a lot of them, aren't there? I mean, people think, you know, the one, it's not even in this list, but one that always comes up, well, Social Security is not going to be there when I need it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So let's talk, let's break some of these down. Um, uh, You know, the borrowing from your 401k, it is an option for a lot of folks. Yeah. And we just need to understand what that means and what it can do to you. Because I think a lot of people feel like if they take a loan from their 401k, it's it's kind of twofold. Either it's no big deal, like whatever, they treat it like a bank account, or they are so fearful for taking a loan or withdrawal from their 401k because the lack of opportunity to make money in the market or, you know, the, the penalties and the fees involved with taking that withdrawal. So, um, you know, it's it's understanding why you need to do it, what's the purpose, and what are the long-term ramifications of of taking that withdrawal. And, you know, we just mentioned earlier in our show that there's now an emergency opportunity. Like, if you have an emergency yes. need, you can take a one-time $1,000 hardship from your 401k. But there's some exceptions of why you'd want to use your 401k, even though you're not 59 and a half and, um, you know, for a down payment on a a home, there's no penalties Uh, for college, paying for college, no penalties. So these are all things that we've got to kind of navigate through to know whether or not it makes sense. I see this is something I see more common, though, is that somebody got in a bind thought, I don't want to put it on a credit card because Dave Ramsey says it's bad to use credit cards. So I'll take a loan from my 401k because the interest rate's lower. And then they get to when they can now take their full uh, 
401k and do a rollover, right? So mm-hmm. maybe they're now 59 and a half and they can do this in-service rollover. Well, they're per, they're prevented. The, the 401k company will not allow them to roll over that 401k because they still have this loan there. Now, that kind of sucks. Or if you uh, have left the company and you want to roll it over, now you have to take that unpaid balance as a lump sum income. So now you were paying taxes on it. Um, so there's just a lot to to work through. And I find that a lot of people, I think it's so interesting that, you, you know, you're really good at your job, right? And I mean, I, ha- I actually have a client that is a rocket scientist. I mean, <laughs> wow. He's a rocket scientist. But he's like, look, I-, I can build rockets. I can fly rockets. I'm a rocket scientist. But when it comes to understanding how everything lays out and the right way to put my money, I I have no idea. I just don't want to lose it. So I've just let it sit in cash. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you, having that advocate, having that advisor on your side, which is what we do here at Texas financial advisory, you, you know, it's not just about making a return on your investment. It's about holistically looking at everything on how does this plan work for you and your family's needs so that you have confidence, right? And maybe we'd make the same recommendation that you decided that you thought was the best fit for you, but at least you have the the educational backing of it, of why it makes sense so that you're not like, well, I just got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so again, fact or myth, it's kind of both, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, it, it can play both ways. Sure. All right. Another question here. Fact or myth. I won't need as much money as I do now when I retire. Oh, that is a full blown myth. Myth indeed. I challenge you to prove me wrong. Um, because I have sat in 15 years across the table from thousands of people and they could swear to me up and down. Like I'm not going to spend as much money in retirement as I did while I was working. Or if my spouse dies, I won't spend as much money because, you know, he likes to go out to eat all the time and we just won't. I mean, if I'm a widow, I'm not going to go out to eat. That is okay. Great. You say that to me, but I'm going to plan as if you are still going to need that money because more people than not have still needed the same amount of money um, in retirement as they did while they were working. Now, there's caveats to that. I get it. They sometimes need more money. At, at retirement because they've got time, they've got freedom, their health is good. They want to be able to go and do, spend money. They got a bucket list, right? They don't have to ask for time off anymore for work. So, hey, let's take that 30-day cruise or, you know, let's get wild and take the round the world cruise. Um, so they're spending, they've got this list they're checking off and that takes money. Um, so, no, we, we definitely want to make sure we have enough money. And then you could be like, well, once I'm done with all those trips, I'm not going to spend, I'm going to, that's my, you know, slow go years. And then of course, in my no go years, I'm not going to spend, well, your no go years could be the most expensive time exactly. of retirement because healthcare is just out of control. The cost of healthcare is ridiculous. And, um, I, I, you know, I got an explanation of benefits, right, sent to me for our family's healthcare stuff. And uh, my husband had this, uh, had to go get kind of like heart check and all that good stuff, right? Sure. Yeah. And they did the CAT scan, they did the little stress test, whatever. And they, they billed the insurance company 
$33,000. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what happened? And that was just like a well check, huh? That's like a day. I mean, well, it's like a follow-up. Like, oh, this was, his pulse was high. He's a hyper guy. Like, what happened? Exactly. (laughs) Um, Wow. But, you know, it's like, that's, I mean, this is two hours, like $33,000. Here you go. Well, yeah. Thank goodness for insurance, huh? Right. Yeah. But but that's just what's crazy. Yeah, I know. And so, I mean, once you get to the point where in the no-go years, your Medicare is not covering those those type of, those other expenses, right? The, the nursing home, the um, in-house you know, healthcare living, that if you have someone coming to your house or mowing your yard, like that stuff is expensive too. And that's not covered. Um, so that's where people get very surprised that how they could definitely incur a lot of expenses. Absolutely. And uh, so I like this one too, but getting back to social security and that's all I need. That's all I need in retirement. Mm-hmm. Total myth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Social Security roughly could take about 40% of your, I mean, roughly. Okay. Um, of how much your, your income need is during retirement. Uh, so we got to supplement with your savings. So um, I, I like to plan like Social Security is not there. And even though we have ways to maximize your Social Security, but if, especially if you're under 50 Let's not rely upon it. Just let it be a bonus. Um, but, yeah, so Social Security is not going to cover everything. There's no way. No way. And uh, yeah. so I've got a savings plan. I'm putting money in way in my 401k, and that's really, that's really all I need. That, that's my plan is just mm-hmm. to use that. Well, that is not a great plan. <laughs> not a great plan at all because it's not a plan. No. It's simply an account. Yeah, and, and it's – Probably not enough. <laughs> Probably you know? not. I mean, okay, you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and the IRS is letting you put away twenty five thousand. Well, I, you know, you're gonna be retired possibly thirty to forty years. So that twenty five grand that you put away each year was that enough? I mean, you've got to replace your income. So the odds are you probably need to be saving outside of your your four hundred one k, and that's what we help you navigate that map the assets where does the money need to go to get the most bang for your buck when you go to retire and when it comes to working with an advisor i know i mean i've got a friend like this well my parents use this person and so now i'm going to use this person too and and mm-hmm. that's really what it but it's hard to break up with a with an advisor isn't it well i it mean it shouldn't be but it is it i get it like i don't want to lose clients either but the point is, is that we're not the right fit for everybody. I have to say that all the time on the show. Um, we give you that opportunity to come in, get a second opinion. There's no cost. Some For some people, it's a first opinion. Um, or they've been doing it on their own, or they went and saw their parents person or what have you. Um, you got to find the right fit for you. And just because your coworker or your neighbor used somebody you know, their situation's not your situation. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's important to find the right fit for you. And here at Texas Financial Advisory, we have multiple advisors and there are advisors here that are obviously different than me. And so, yes, you listen to me on the radio show. They all subscribe to my same philosophy. They're all fiduciary based advisors. They're, you know, they're holistic. They're, they're great, but we're different or I mean, we're different people personalities yeah. and they have different backgrounds than I do. So 
um, you know, you've got opportunities within the firm to find the right fit for you as well. So I think, though, that people don't understand this financial services industry. And I, I mean, I don't blame them. I've been doing it for 15 years and I'm still like, oh, this is how it's set up. And so when people come in and meet with us, they be, they're able to see and compare the difference from where they're coming. And I really think that's the only way you can truly understand it. Well, I would agree with that. And uh, folks, if you agree with that, why don't you give Brooklyn a call right now? So our number here is 844-832-7469. 844-TFA-SHOW. You can also visit our website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. A lot of great information there. Um, sign up to be on our newsletter. But if you, if you can't make a call to schedule a time to speak with one of us right now, you can actually schedule your own appointment from the website, texasfinancialadvisory.com. Sounds great, Brooklyn. Again, this is a great way for you to start off the new year. Give Brooklyn a call. Come on in, sit down and have that conversation. And uh, as always, Brooklyn, it's a pleasure to be here and pleasure to talk with you. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quick. But uh, again, information is fun. Information is good to know. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Investment advisory services offered to Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Brooklyn Chandler Willie provides general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and is not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Queen Bee Advisors, LLC. By contacting Queen Bee Advisors, LLC, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.